Teaching Brute. Today, we're going to talk about something that in university you are told never to do. Ooh, yeah. We're going to get into a little bit about reward systems. Um, and we're not going to tell you what ones are good or bad. We're going to talk about the advantages and disadvantages of using them. And then we're going to get into uh, some potential ideas uh, with the caveat that our real opinion here will not be expressed. We do have actual opinions about reward systems, but we'll just simply give, simply give you the lowdown of the positives and negatives. Yeah. So when I was in university, I was told never, ever, ever use a reward system because it's going to absolutely destroy a student's intrinsic motivation. Yeah. And then I went on my first uh, practicum, my first teaching experience, and I was in an inner city school, and those kids didn't want to do anything for me. So my cooperating teacher was like, here's the reward system I use. You should try it out. So the reward systems have always been, the been, I'm not going to say a, a, a point of contention, because it's not really a point of contention, but it's a matter of some people really like using them, some people really don't. Um, and I think there are advantages and disadvantages to using them. Um, and so we'll let, we'll let you make your own decisions about whether you want to use them or not. I think that they, when they're, when they're working, they're working for a specific kind of teacher yeah. and a specific kind of student. Agreed. And they're working with typically a goal in mind in terms of a target, not in terms of the whole classroom and everything you do. Like you're targeting organization, you're targeting classroom, you know, the student's ability to work quietly. Mm -hmm. They're very targeted behaviors, typically, rather than going, "You've been a good class," and not really defining what that means or what what it means. So the first thing you want to say is, when you create a reward system, it needs to be clearly defined. You need to define what the expectations are. Yep. You need to define what the reward is, and you define how they get that reward, and what little caveats to that. Do you want to take away? things in this reward? Do you just want to give things in this reward? What kinds of things do you want to give in this reward? And some teachers are doing it so that the reward system is behavior only. Others are doing it so it's behavior and academics. Yes. So if you're strong in academics and not so strong in behavior, as we have several of our students like that, yes, absolutely. they still have a chance of getting something. Now, the catch to that system is if you've got students who are not as strong in academics, that sort of system hurts motivation it hurts a lot so if they're if they understand they're weak in academics this sort of system often doesn't do them any good unless it's about how well they improve in which case you can it, it's, it's modified and everyone can feel you know that sense of okay I've, yeah. i'm helping my class achieve this word systems are not meant to make make children feel worse it's true um so the reward system that I had in my first year of teaching, and I kind of wonder if every single first year teacher does a reward system, um, but the reward system I had in my first year of teaching, I was working in an inner city school. And so for me, it was all, whenever the kids came in, I had a bell ringer. They'd write their answer down on a slip of paper, stick it in the basket. And at the end of the week, I would dump out the basket and look at all the different answers and pick the right answer, one from each class, mm. and that kid would get to choose from the prize drawer. Yeah. My prize drawer was, because it's an inner city school, my prize drawer was filled with school supplies. Okay. So, you know, there was pens, and there was pencils, and erasers, and markers, and 
you know, special stuff for them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, within a couple months, I was running out of kids who were giving me the right answer who hadn't already had a prize. And I started faking it and giving out prizes to the students who weren't giving me the right answers. Ah. So that everybody won. And and, and I think that that can be a good thing. It can have its downsides too, but that can be a good thing. So I think you need to temper your award system to ensure that every child feels rewarded, feels good. Yeah. Um, I then then went on to another school and I tried to do the same reward system and boy, did I ever crash and burn. I mean, that's it. And they they work with certain groups and they don't work with others. So generally, the, the advantages of reward systems tend to be you do tend to get kids who will conform to the appropriate behaviors. Uh, you do increase their aware, aware, interest and awareness of activities and participation activities. Um, the students can be more joyful. Uh, they, there can be a raise in self-esteem. I'm saying it can be. It doesn't always work. Uh, if you're going for the homework route, you can get more completed homework because they know they're getting towards this goal. If you're focused on the results of your school, you can get improved results. Mm-hmm. There are some schools, actually, we should bring this up. There are some schools that do whole school reward systems. Yeah. Um, You know, so I know of a school that would hand out points for silent straight lines in the hallway. Yeah. And the class that got the most points in a semester ended up with a pizza party with the principal. Yeah. You know, and there was a, a whole 40-minute period of lessons that they got out of in order to have their pizza party. Yes. It tended to work better with the younger ones than it did with the older ones. I think the catch to that is that moving through the hallway quietly is just generally an expectation of anyone. Mm. So to reward... So if you if you do responsive classroom, you would note that they say you don't reward for what are... Basic. Basic expectations. Yeah. Like remaining quiet in the room. Like moving quietly through the hall, like taking out your books at the right way in the right place. Because those are just, you don't praise kids up or thank them for doing what they should be doing. So I think there's that catch that is, if the, if, so we're getting a bit into the negatives here, but if they're getting rewarded for just moving through the hallway quietly. What happens when those rewards stop? Yeah. What happens when they start doing that regularly? Do you always keep rewarding? Or is it just something that's an expectation and therefore they shouldn't feel like they're going for a prize just for doing what you need to do yeah. on a daily basis? So there's that. Um, the big disadvantages of using it, number one, there they, there's a lack of intrinsic motivation. Definitely. Yeah. Once those prizes are gone, I mean, it, it's something, I, I've seen this with my own classes. Yeah. As soon as those prizes are gone, as soon as the prize is too hard to get, then... Nobody cares. Nobody's going to bother. No. And, and and it's kind of like a weird psychological addiction because they only do things because they expect a treat. Yeah. Or they expect a reward at the end. So it means they won't... If you try to back it off, it's almost like sort of withdrawal. Yeah. And it's like they, they really want it, and so they may revolt to get it again. Not only that, though, but trying to keep on top of all of it as a teacher. I mean, for me, trying to keep on top of 250 kids and how well they were behaving and making sure that I was remembering to write down all of this stuff. Yeah. It got to be quite overwhelming and it was taking away from my actual lesson planning. Yeah. Um, 
and that also it leads into this idea of devaluation, meaning like you are effectively de- like by rewarding someone for something, you're effectively devaluing it to a little to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. You're basically saying, well, you only get you'll, it, it's only worth it because you're getting a reward. So if you put a reward system around homework, what you're effectively telling the students is it only matters because you're getting the reward, not because you should just be doing it and you should just be practicing. Now, the homework thing is a whole different issue, and you can look at our episode about that. Um, but it also devalues positive praise, too. If kids are doing something really great, and you praise them for it, and there's already a reward system in place, they may ask for more points on the reward system versus just feeling intrinsically motivated. Yeah. And if you want to know like, know more about feedback and motivation and effort, we've got a, another podcast on that that we did a while back. So go take a look for positive the, the idea of positive praise and effort um, there. Um, and that, similarly, if you have a reward system currently that you're not really happy with and you're trying to get rid of, go and listen to our episode on feedback because feedback is one of those things that is really going to give your kids that intrinsic motivation to do better. Yeah. Um, and the other thing you can do is I saw this on the ASCD website. Taylor Meredith uh, wanted to get rid of her reward system. Yeah. And wasn't sure where to start. So she got a couple of books and she was reading books about motivation by Daniel Pink and Carol Dweck and Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. All of these people, um, you know, they they might not be in the classroom, but they know a lot about motivation. Yes, and motivation is motivation, no matter what way you cut it. Exactly. Um, so if you're if you are thinking about kind of putting one in place, just really do your really do your homework with regards to if if that kind of system is right for you. Um, there's also this idea that. Reward systems are a very, very thin line to bribes. Yes. And rewards can lead to the idea of controlling your students through things they're getting. In other words, you're kind of bribing them to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. So there is that we should never be bribing our students. So it, is, so it is that thing of how close are you to getting to that line. Yeah. And some other reward systems can be punitive. Yes. That you can get negative points inside reward systems. Which really does not help your students at all. No. If it's a if it's a teacher versus student thing, or if it's a, you know, you didn't clean up your table, I'm taking a point off. Then the emphasis then becomes on the versus, and that's not a good thing. Yeah. So bear that in mind as you're thinking about reward systems, about what's going on there, that you need to make sure they're not versus style systems, mm-hmm. uh, which leads us to a little bit, which leads us to a very popular app that I would say I I, I know I many teachers who use it. Yes, and I personally completely disagree with its use as my, as a classroom yeah. teacher. And this app, which you it's a very I've well known never app. Never used it myself, but I yes. tried it once years ago. It's called Class Dojo. Yeah. Okay, I get it that it's popular. I get it that it's cool and that kids can create little monsters and add things to them the more points they get. However, I have a no-dojo policy. Yep. Like, it's... Kids can feel crappy when it's used. Even if the explanation is given, 
It's typically publicly known how each kid is doing. Yep. It pits kids against each other. It does. It's competitive. Even if even if it's one of those things where even if the teacher stands at the front of the room and says, it's all about you, it's about nobody else, well, quite frankly, that thing's being projected, and I can see that Billy over there has 400 points, and I've only got 40. Yes. So clearly I'm not a good person. Or if you see your points going down, and you see everyone else is going up, that doesn't necessarily do much to your self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of extrinsic reward on Class Dojo. There's also just that idea that it's almost a bit of public shaming. Mm-hmm. So yeah. public praise, fair enough, and that's cool. Public praise, very valued. Nothing boosts good self-esteem, but public shaming, not I'm much. not a fan of that one. Even like it's even if you're not doing it on purpose, it's still happening. Yeah. So. No, I rarely will ex- like express my wholehearted opinion on something, but no dojo, absolutely. Like, cannot say enough. I do not like that app. I do not like that program. I do not like it, Sam. I am. I knew you were gonna say that. Anyways, so yes, I openly discourage the use of it. No offense to the Glass Dojo people, if you are happen to be listening at any point in time, but. Find another way. Yes, Make it better. Please. And this is nothing against your company. Your company is great, and what you do is great, and lots of teachers use it, and they love you. It's just really not something is my personal preference. That's all. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so in terms of if you are looking, if you've got a class that's really not behaving well, instead of looking at a reward system. Yeah. Look at classroom management. Yes. And we have a whole bunch of episodes on that. Yes, yeah, so go back and look at our classroom management episodes. Um, we've got, you know, a whole bunch of classroom management. Look at responsive classroom. Yes. Look at um, Kagan Cooperative Learning. Yes. All of those programs are going to help you with your classroom management. They're going to help fi- your students find intrinsic motivators. Yeah, value. Yes, completely. Um, oh, you know, we need to say one more thing. Exactly. There is a difference between your class reward systems and the one kid who has a sticker chart. Yes, and that's a bit different. You're right. Some kids need the extra boost or to get to themselves to a place where they're meeting the expectations of the grade. And whether that be in organization, whether that be in behavior, you're right. Some kids do need that. And for some kids, it's very effective. And for others, it's not really. Mm-hmm. So trying these out with kids and expecting them to work don't doesn't necessarily do that. Check if it works. Yeah. I've got a kindergartner right now who's got a sticker chart. He's working towards iPad time. Yep. And that that's what he needs. Yep. Which is great for that one kid, but yep. not every kid needs that. Nope, definitely not. So if you want to do a class reward system, and I know we've kind of come down on them for a bit in this episode. If you've got a class reward system and you want to give it a try, a few recommendations. First one, student ownership. Yeah. If they're old enough, like if you're talking like grade three and up, they can design it. They are familiar enough with them. They're familiar enough with their own headspace about what they like and don't like that they should be able to know what they like, how they how they can design it. Make put the details in there, put the guidelines of it there, and make suggestions for rewards. Even you know what? To some extent, the ones and grade ones and twos can do it as well. Yeah, you know, you it's something you need a little bit more guidance. Yeah, but they're able to do that. Yes, very much so. So there's that. Um, also, make the rewards 
tangible, yep. uh, manageable, something they can get and don't make... It the... doesn't need to be a thing. No. So it could be something... I've got teachers whose rewards are, um, you know, a free homework pass. Yeah. I've got teachers who have, with especially with the younger ones, lunch with the teacher. Yeah. Um, choice time. Choice, yeah, exactly. Where they get, you know, the last 15 minutes on Friday to do whatever it is that they want. Yeah. Uh, so those are often good options. Um, as well, make it so that it's achievable in a manageable length of time. Don't mm -hmm. make it something that like they get by the end of the year, unless you're getting close to the end of the year. Otherwise, it won't matter to them as much. They won't see the reward as being there. Even a quarter of the school year can be, for some grade levels, too long. Yeah, sometimes it's a matter of a month or a few weeks. So keep that in mind. Um, and then how you do it changes too. Like mm -hmm. a few little suggestions we've got, um, have uh, paper links, and each link is a point. Um, have a, you know, each table has a race towards the points, but you need a total number of points to get there. Have um, dollars or spendable money, and have a little market in your classroom. Could, yeah, definitely. I mean, hey, there's an economics lesson right there. Yep. Uh, and that's why a lot of our, because fourth grade in our school does an economics lesson. Um, you could also have like a passport. And each page of the passport has certain things they need to achieve or a certain number of stamps they need to get for that page. You could have like a punch card like you would at, say, a coffee place. Coffee place. Yep. Yep. Uh, and once you get your punch card filled out, um, yeah. So Just there's different options. things to do it. Uh, one of my former colleagues has this great system going for her class reward system. And it's actually one that I do like. So the class is working towards rewards, but what ends up happening is the kids don't get anything. What they get to do is choose where, which charity she's donating money to. Mm. So these kids, and they're in grade two, they are making a difference in the world by doing their homework and raising their hand and all of these things that they get their rewards for. I like that, that's a good system. It is a good system. So they don't get to take anything home except a certificate saying, my rewards went towards yeah. this charity. And you end up getting a service learning aspect to the reward system, which is really, really healthy and really, really good. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. I like yeah. that. That's she started doing that because she was finding that the kids were turning up their noses at the little prizes and candies that she was bringing in. Yeah, it's not a good one. Yeah. So, these are just some suggestions for you. We're going to wrap it up, kind of giving you a heads up that, like, yes, it's your choice whether you do one or not. Your school may mandate it. Cool if they do. We're giving you some options. Uh, tweet at us at Teaching Brute if you want some more suggestions. Or, or email us. Yep. And let us know how you're feeling about things. And if you had something in this episode that you found useful, please make sure to share it out. Yep. Leave a review. Yep. Spread the word about Teaching Brute. And, uh... Have a great week. Enjoy your week, guys.